It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. It's not even October and we're back to saving Christmas again. It's becoming as traditional as the big day itself. With uncertainty over fuel deliveries, even with the army getting involved now, Boris Johnson says the government is putting in place measures to make sure the supply chain gets through Christmas and beyond. Not just in the supplying the, the, the petrol stations, but all parts of our supply chain. You're seeing the, the global economy really sucking in a huge amount of demand at the moment for gas, for lorry drivers, there are shortages around the world. It's affecting uh, countries across the, across the world. But we've got to make sure we have everything in place as the, as the recovery continues. And that's what we're doing. Of course, last year we also had a saving Christmas message from the PM as he vowed to drop lockdown restrictions for the festive season. You'll remember it didn't quite work out as advertised. This year you'll be able to gather the family for a Christmas feast, no problem. But what will you actually be able to put on the table? And what about what's going under the tree? Will the delivery driver shortage hit the toy shelves as well as the grocery ones? With me now is Jace Terrell, Chief Executive of the New West End Company, which represents businesses in areas like Oxford Street. Jace, there's a lot of talk about it, but is that actually a real risk to Christmas this year? Look, I think this year has been so disruptive anyway as we come out of COVID. So you're absolutely spot on, supply crunch, energy crunch. It does feel like the government understands this, which is there's a combination of both you know, business and policy and government trying to fix this. But the good news is we can see a way out. I think the global challenge is the levelling out of supply and demand needs to happen. It's going to take a few months. But it sounds to me the Prime Minister and the government want to get Christmas back on track Obviously, for the West End and London, it's our golden quarter. So hopefully we can iron out some of these bumps in the weeks ahead, setting us on that trajectory, hopefully, uh, to really have a really solid Christmas this year as we end the year. People have been worried about us running out of turkeys. But what about toys? Is there going to be a shortage of them? I mean, every year we have that must-have toy that we always run out of. Is that going to happen sooner? Than normal what's interesting i mean for retailers they start ordering christmas stock in february march so a lot of this has already been on the ships it's coming over some of it's produced in the uk as well so the challenge i think for the whole industry was when they were ordering in february march 
how do they know then with COVID and everything else, how much to buy basically? And this is the same for fashion retail. So I think the good news is there's probably going to be an oversupply actually, as long as they can get to the shops in time for Christmas. But I think certainly fashion and toys is good. I think for food and beverage, there are, you know, there are some of the, the Christmas menu, the Brussels sprouts, the turkeys, those things need to be worked through. But look, we're still 10, 12 weeks out, aren't we, when the big shops need to happen. So Hopefully, he says optimistically, we can work this through and get Christmas very much back on track here in the West End. Now, Jace, what about a shortage of people this Christmas? We're coming out of COVID, but there may be some people still nervous about going into a busy area like Oxford Street, going into busy shops around that area. Are you worried about that? Well, I think it's two sides of a coin here. For Londoners, you could not have it better because you're not going to have all the tourists here, probably not that many even for this Christmas. It's going to be next year we really see international back. So double the amount of space. Londoners can reclaim the West End. And actually, we've got some very special plans this year for the Christmas lights, actually, which is our world first for central London and the West End. So for Londoners, it's reclaim your streets, reclaim the West End for Christmas. But I think from an important point on the economy, look, we need to turn the corner at the end of this year. We obviously need to get tourists back. It's really great to see office workers in. And we've certainly seen some good numbers in the last couple of weeks with office workers. And of course, as well as buying gifts for your family and for your friends, there's also an element of Christmas generosity spreading to the city itself this year, isn't there? It's supporting the capital because it's been through a terrible time recently. How important is it that it ends on a high? I mean, it's critical. And let's remember the West End belongs to the nation, not just the capital. And actually uh, for employment, you know, one in eight Londoners work in the West End, nearly 50% of all Londoners work in the central activity zone. So I think it has far bigger ramifications and not just you've got retail, you've got hospitality, you've got the theatre and the culture industry, which has been absolutely hammered, you know, uh, the live performance venues. So I think there is a real call to arms to get back, come and support central London. I've got to remember, we generate huge tax receipts for the country. So to support the levelling up agenda, it's got to be capital and country, not either or. And the West End is well placed to support that. So if you believe that the government at least understands that there is a problem that needs to be solved, what do you think those solutions actually are. I think for us, two big things going into 22, we've got to sort out business rates, which I know every business talks about this antiquated tax, you know, that it's just not fit for purpose, doesn't capture the digital companies now as well. So I think there's got to be a levelling up of taxation for the retail on the high streets. I think the second one, we've got to see a real push to get international colleagues and customers back, whether it's a business market or whether it's the leisure and tourists. It's our year next year. Britain, it's the Platinum Jubilee, 100 years of the BBC. Chelsea Flower Show will be back when it's meant to be in spring, right? So look, we've really got to create that London 2012 moment 10 years on in 22 to really get Britain and London back on its feet. And finally, Jace, if you thought I didn't notice at the beginning there that you mentioned a first at Christmas, something to do with the lighting, then you are mistaken. What are you up to? What can you tell me? you're going to have to read the evening standard a bit closer to then to find out but uh, I'd be breaking a lot of promises if I told you right now but watch this space I think Londoners are going to be thrilled this year really really exciting and that's the leader there's more on the fuel crisis in the evening standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk this podcast is back at 4pm tomorrow 
Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.